Prepare yourself for invasion. This is Indie Invasion. I was trying to beat that to the punch there. You commenting not, some people. not beat the punch. Oh, look, it's Kentucky Fried Gamers. What's yep. happening, buddy? Glad, What's up, guys? Glad that. Oh, there's Alder. Good morning, Alder. Down under. Down under. What's happening? Eric is cleaning up a mess. I'm still looking for, I think I'm missing one or two of my uh, Vietnam guys. They're they they bounced, so they're probably way, way over there, like ten Eric feet away. Dropped a whole tray of miniatures. <laughs> it's about twenty miniatures. Yeah, it's rough. So I'm gonna start with apologizing for missing last week because I texted Eric and I was like, "Hey man, we might lose power because we got a bad thunderstorm going on." Like five minutes after I texted. Yeah. It's like, um, okay, we just lost power, and we lost power at 8.30. We got it back at 4.30 in the morning, so. Ooh, it was out that long, huh? Yeah, it was off for a long time. It came back on once, and then I heard the transformer right outside my house blow, and then they were back again, and it didn't come back up till 4.30. <laughs> Alder wants to know if I cried. Yeah, I, I kind of almost did. I kind of bit my tongue there wanting to say other things but yeah but he, you know what he handled yeah. it very well he was very he's very calm he said whoops i dropped my miniatures that was it right inside my mind the log was going <laughs> ah, you did so well it was perfect i should have uh, used my phone i could have used my phone but it would have been pitch black behind me it had just been like this little this little, little it, you know what it would have looked like? It would have looked like um, Blair Witch Project starring Mac. That's what yeah, it would have right. looked like. Right. If any of you guys have I seen just that, run around the house going ah, <laughs> and then I woke up all the kids. So, so oh man, that wouldn't have worked anyway. But um, well. I, I would say, would you like to show us what you've been working on this week, Eric? Well, but I think instead of everything. picking up the whole thing because what i do is i put my miniatures on a like a cutting mat that's kind of because it's easy to slide around and stuff yep. and well i was sitting there holding it trying to show mac all the cool stuff i worked on this week and it just buckled it went Froom! and things just and of course reaction you try to catch it and i think that made it worse more of them go everywhere oh maybe yeah with us oh he's gonna play a little fistful of lead nice cool nice cool of horror it is getting closer to october Yes. You know, as we creep up, so all those cool, um, the the Halloween and horror games. Don't look back; we'll probably get a big push for something over Halloween. Yeah, yeah uh, I, I know there's a member on that Facebook group that's been. Uh, I haven't checked him out yet, but he came up with rules for critters, and he actually did some 3D design of some resin miniatures for critters. I want nice. to check those out. Nice. Nice. Well, I have been. Ooh, there's one I, uh, one I dropped. Shadows of Brimstone. Yep, yep. So we're talking of kind of getting close to creepy time. Yeah, 
Well, no. I have been working really hard on Necromunda. Yeah, if you guys haven't seen, Mac posted, and I shared it in our Facebook group today. Uh, he shared over on the Coastal Con a little video that he made. Uh, if you guys have been kind of following his progress in, uh, what would you call it? Not kid still. bashing, but just. It's toy, it's toy repurposing. bashing. Repurposing? Well, it's toy bashing <laughs> is what it is. So I remember a long time ago, long time ago, there, and I think it's still out there, there was a group called Toy Hammer. And basically, I, it I was, remember that one. It was Warhammer, but just using toys. Um, and that's kind of where I got my start doing that kind of thing where I would repurpose toys. Um, but I've been looking for, see, repurposing toys. Watch, see? Here you go, right? Yeah, he showed this to me earlier, and he was trying to tease me because he knows I'm a Star Wars addict, and he's showing me a Millennium Falcon that I know that he's going to destroy. I'm not going to destroy that one. I'm no. just going to repaint it, and I'm going to use it. It's gonna weather be, it? You're going to weather it a purpose. little bit? Yeah, it's going to serve a purpose. Um, but that was toy bashing. But the dollhouse I've been looking for for a while. I didn't know if I was going to do Necromunda or mm -hmm. if I was going to do, um, you know, like it, any of the other games, Twisted, Drowned Earth, or anything like that. I did realize that that piece right there, if I throw just a bunch of my jungle terrain on it, it'd be perfect for Drowned Earth. Yeah. And yeah. if I can find another one, I got to looking at it after I had it done. And if I can find another one similar to it, I'm thinking it would make a really, really cool elevated Twisted board, too. So... That's what yep, I'm gonna yep. do. Oh, What's up, no. Spaz? Uh oh, Alder, you just ordered some burrows and badgers this week. <laughs> Maybe it'll well, sit on done. his desk for about a year and a half, half there done, unfinished. Uh, He'll probably beat us. <laughs> look, you missed two dings, and Alder and Spaz both got you. Where? I, oh, I, from I, you. I, yeah. Yeah. See, come on. And now you're getting all kinds of grief from everybody. <laughs> hey, I, I'm sitting here trying to figure out why my camera's out of focus. So uh, It's because you held your miniature up. Yeah, so probably. I'm excited. I set the table up, um, and uh, I spread out a bunch of my other Necromunda terrain because we'll have at least four people. There you go. We'll have at least four people over playing Saturday in our campaign. So... That's cool. That's cool. You got a whole, the group is rocking and rolling for that. Yeah, we're doing good. We actually have uh, five guys that are playing. I kind of drop out as needed. I'm playing the Spires. So okay. I kind of drop out as needed and kind of arbitrate the campaign. I picked up, I pulled some of my old Gene Stealers out. Some okay. uh, uh, giant monster worm things that are in the Millisaurs and. Um, Ripper Jacks, things like that that are in Necromunda that I, I'm repurposing other miniatures to be. Yeah, yeah, you're proxy in, basically. And that kind of actually segues into what we're going to kind of continue talking about because I have so much stuff that I want to get done for this Necromunda game. I'm just, I'm painting as fast as I can. Yeah. Yeah, uh, except well, for when I get to the models that I really, really, really want to paint. Well, yeah, then you can spend more time. Uh, what's up, that's Tyler? Really, that's really my twisted models, um, and they're all painted until anything else comes out. So, <laughs> <laughs> um, but that yeah, kind of I, and you paint fast. Yeah, 
Yeah, and I, I thought, so tonight's subject, I thought we kind of needed to revisit, especially since well, it was two weeks ago that I kind of took that plunge. And the last time we kind of talked about this was, oh, it was almost two months ago. It was, uh, if you guys are curious, short 72. Um, Look at you. Uh, me you know and number and everything. Our, our good buddy, Matt Burns, came on and we were talking about uh, not just uh, painting faster, but we were kind of dissecting contrast paints. And then we, we briefly got into speed paints. Well, me and you have talked about these a couple times on the show before. Yep. And um, I wanted to revisit it uh, now that I've played with the paints for about two weeks now. Um, and I want to get your take on them because uh, I know you've had them. You've had them longer than I have. So you've yep. got a little bit more like true painting i was just kind of experimenting on right. all kinds of different stuff and uh, yeah i i had some new thoughts since my initial thoughts on them i i right. i'll admit i was a little afraid of getting these just because my experience with contrast paints i was Got never it. totally sold on them um and i just didn't take that big plunge in there and we'll right. get into why a little bit in our chat uh it's one of our points later but yeah i i thought let's do a refresher of speed paints tonight um yeah. and i think to start off i just want to uh you know uh, a, a real quick overview of speed paints what they are uh basically uh, it's kind of new hotness in the painting world um you know it cuts down your paint time which is what you mentioned you want to do you got to paint yep. faster um, and what they do is they do three things all at once. They give you a shade, your, your mid base coat and your highlight all at the same time. Yeah. That's basically what it is. And then yep. if you want clear coat it done, get it on the yep. table. Yep. Yeah. It can, it can literally be that fast. And I know a few of the guys in the group have tried some of the, the speed paints as well, as well as the contrast. So pipe in with any of your guys views uh, yeah. what so what what did you what did you have first for us there mr well, sir mr my, Eric, my new thoughts and stuff that i learned and i mean you gave me some tips and i followed some of this on this first one now through my experimenting i did all kinds of stuff uh and i'm right. gonna start off with starting out primers you know you're, you're starting to get ready because before you even put the paint on, you got to think about your primers. And I tested out spray paints, whether it was white, black, um, brush on gray. I did uh, some application on base coats, you know, colors already applied. Right. Um, and you, your thing, what I think works the best is priming in black and then doing some kind of uh like dry brush or even a spray some people or use all highlight yeah yeah some kind yeah. of highlight like that because it i think it enhances and helps along what the speed paint does yeah well you know so in regards to the the army painter speed paints i like the contrast paints i mm -hmm. think the army painters speed paints are superior to them um they seem to have more I don't know. See, I see. I'm, I'm not artist. I didn't, I'm not an artiste like you, so I, I'll get all the terminology wrong, but they're, they're brighter. They're more robust. The colors are, 
But having said that, I'm looking forward to trying out some of the new contrast paints that they're going to be releasing because I suspect that some of that is what you're going to see in those new ones as well. You're going to see that kind of improved, bolstered color. Yeah. Um, and I, I like it. Just, it goes so fast. So one of the things I thought about and the reason that I wanted to touch on this again was uh, the subject was when you and Matt were talking, I, I rewatched it. And one of the points you guys made was you have to be careful about making mistakes, right? Because of, you know, you're putting the paint right over your primer. Uh, it's not, it's not as easily fixed as, yeah, uh, as regular paint. I didn't actually find that to be a problem. So when I did make a mistake, I would keep whatever color I primed in mm -hmm. handy. And I would just, if you just hit that spot where you got it wrong with the brush and you know, whether you used white or gray and go over that spot, then you've just restored it back to what the primer was. Does that make sense? Yeah. You kind of resetting oh, basically. Yeah, and, and you can fix it. Okay. And I haven't, uh, and I will say one thing about doing that is with the speed paints, there was no difference in the coloration. Like if I had to go back and fix something. Yeah, it's pretty uh, consistent, the yeah, pigment. There was, yeah, there was no difference in the two. But with the contrast paints, if I had to go over and put white, just for instance, back over the top of it, and then the same color of contrast back over, there would be a difference. Yeah. It would be very subtle, but there would be a difference. And I haven't seen that in the Army Painter ones when I've had to fix mistakes. No, no. And that was one of the other things that I kind of learned through all the different experimenting, like whether it was uh, a model that had a lot of detail or one that had big, large areas that were smooth and flat, like shoulder pads yeah. or shields, was that um, the Army Painter paint, when it dried, it it actually dried. And when you were applying it, it, it kind of smoothed out. It, you know, it wasn't as splotchy yeah. as the contrast paints. Um, and I, I thought that basically looking into it a little bit more and, you know, I started watching some other videos like, um, that you can find on YouTube. Um, it, it as it dries, it's, it's pulling away smoother. Yeah. Cause that's what these contrast speed paints yeah. do is it's, it's pulling away to create that highlight or, you know, go into your shadows. Yeah. I noticed um, that too, that it was way less splotchy. Um, it, it really did. It just kind of, it, it fell off the big flat areas. It seemed better and left the pigment there. Yeah. A lot better than the contrast paints did. But having said that, like I said, except for the horrible bottles that they're going to give us for the new contrast paints, because those bottles are terrible still, I am looking forward to seeing kind of what tweaks they've made in those contrast paints because while I do like them, if I, if I get say like my twisted models when I'm working on them, because since it's, since I, I don't have to paint bulk stuff, I don't have to paint a lot of stuff for them. I still just use standard paints, but I'll use those. I've used the um, army painters and contrasts as washes as uh in place of inks mm -hmm. and all kinds of different stuff like that right over the top of normal normal paints yeah your but normal usually, base colors yeah but i'll usually do that on my models that i'm gonna spend more time on and mm -hmm. the ones where if it's a girl i'm gonna put lipstick on and i'm gonna do uh some stuff some uh blush on the face where i'm really gonna 
work at doing it. I'm going to put a lot of time into it. Vice what I have on my desk now, which is gene stealers that are basically three colors, just so I can get them on the table. Yeah, uh, yeah. Small Primaris Space Marine squad that's just a couple colors so I can get it on the table and all that kind of stuff. Well, we got a good comment here that kind of touches in yep. on what we're Locked talking up. about. Alders talking about he finds that the army painters are more consistent in thickness compared to GW, although the new GW contrasts are supposed to be better. Um, and yeah, that's like just a different formula, really. And you know, I, I, I think through watching different people that are use both of these, um, they say they, they complement each other pretty good, you know, you can mix and match them and have. Um, and this is, I think one of our, our choices, our, my, my ideas was color choices. Is it enough? Well, I think if you kind of combine these two, you know, even though some of their colors are close, they're right. just that little bit off. Um, and the fact that you can mix them together and kind of custom mix, if you guys are into that kind of stuff, um, you can really broaden the range of what your color palette is then. Yeah. Oh, I've, I've played around with some stuff too. I don't remember who I saw doing it, but I thought I would try it. So I was working on my, one of my Necromunda models, my Spire game, and I used an orange army painter speed paint. Mm -hmm. It's just kind of the base for the whole body, but I used the army painter speed paint yellow to highlight raised areas. And it worked really well. I, I I don't know what I was expecting. Yeah. But I, I guess I was kind of surprised at the way the highlight looked, that, that you could really see it. And it was almost like it blended itself. You know what I mean? Yeah. I didn't have to do any of the work of accidentally putting too much yellow right there and then just having this blob of yellow on his chest right in the middle of the orange. It just it went on really smoothly. And it, it was not, it was, it was cool. I liked to be able to do it. And again, it was like you were saying, I was experimenting. Yeah. Yeah. I think these, these paints do um, kind of open up that, that blending method, you know, like you said, it kind of did it on its own, yeah. but it opens up that world of, Oh, maybe I can blend these together. And just the, the way that it dries, it just kind of smoothly goes. Um, now, speaking of drying, now, I don't know if you had these issues. Drying time. These suckers take a long time to dry. And I know some people have mentioned that um, you can reactivate them with, like, more paint or water and stuff like that. Now, I have also not heard that from, you know, the pros uh, online. And, you know, they it, it just seems like they've mentioned that you just got to let it dry longer. Right. Um, or... A suggestion that we got and that I tried was uh, once you think it's pretty much dry, just hit it with a clear coat to seal it. And then what I like to do is then I can go in and start using my washes to push your shadows back and, right. you know, bring your highlights up more. Um, so I haven't actually had any problem with no? drying time. Not any more than I would like a wash. Okay. Uh, I haven't had much more than that. Now, I, I have had issue because I'm very impatient. <laughs> and if you're using if you're using a lot of um uh contrasts or speed paints if you're using a lot of them 
then it can be inconvenient because then you have to wait for every section to dry. Because let me tell you, if they get close to each other, they go, hey, look, the color, and they yeah. jump at each other. So it, um, That's when you get one of these. Come on, I know you got one of these you oh, don't I use anymore. I, well, I, I don't have a – listen, I have a craft heat gun. I don't need an actual hair dryer. <laughs> okay, we got a couple comments here. Spaz says, we've sold him on some indie games, but we'll never – all caps. He's it's because he's an old man <laughs> yelling at us. Sell me on these contrast paints. I'm too set in my ways. That's okay. You know what? You know what you should use them for? Really? Use them for washes and inks. And if yeah. you don't use washes and inks, don't use them at all. That's the yeah. that's the cool thing about it because I still love my I still love my paints, but I'm to the point now where. I just want my stuff painted and on the table. Get those contrast paints off my lawn. Yeah, I, I mean, after playing around with a lot of this, I, I look at it as just, it's another tool in your paint yeah. box. It's, yep. you know, you don't have to use it exclusively. Combine it with your washes, yep. with your glazes and all that stuff. Well, I remember when I first started using inks, and I've mentioned this before, um, if you guys go to the antimatter games website for deep wars and shadow sea i'm pretty sure that he still has the pdf up there for his paint guide and okay. he's the one that introduced me to using inks very heavily and i mean contrast paints act very much like an ink yeah they do they're uh, really because i yeah. think because of that pigment color they're so vibrant yeah. Yeah, the only difference I would say is that I, I know that inks, if you just leave them, they do tend to be a little splotchy. Yeah. If you do on those flat areas, uh, whereas whatever chemical combination they're using in the, the Army Painter ones to be very specific, like you experienced as well, it doesn't have a lot of that splotchiness. But like I, I really like um, Game Ink Purple the, or the Violet. And but it's but it's splotchy on flat areas. Mm -hmm, mm -hmm. And yes, we I did. I have watched the Goobertown hobby video, and uh, that's his video is actually what me what got me to go ahead and pull the trigger on the Army Painter ones. That was watching, I think, um, uh, Uncle Al. Uncle Adam. Uncle Adam. Sorry. Yes. Uncle, Uncle Al. Adam. Um, Uncle, somebody, somebody, somebody's uncle. I, I was looking straight at my Car Wars, I guess, box. <laughs> so, yeah. Oh, and Alder makes a good point here, too. Thin down. They do make a good wash. And uh, and some of them I just absolutely love. So the flesh color for Army Painter, the Crusader skin is the name of it. It's really good. Don't like it as much as the, uh, the flesh for um, Games Workshop. Mm, okay. No, yeah. I, I, no, I haven't watched the one where he shows you how to make your own contrast paints. Um, like I said, when I when I first, the, so the thing I liked about contrast paints was they very much act like inks that you put mediums into to thin or mm -hmm. uh, to change colors or or just using uh, a glaze medium and artist's acrylics. And like I said, I, I would encourage everybody to go check out that painting guide. It's free painting guide that that um, Eric Luchard has on the Antimatter Games website. 
because he's he's a phenomenal. Oh, oh, antimatter gets one too. Oh, that's uh, a plug. <laughs> uh, it is he's a phenomenal painter, and his techniques are just they're really good and really and really interesting. So, all right, what you got next? Oh, <laughs> mini warmup yeah. says. Okay, I am not familiar with the Goober Town video where he converts Space Marine into fishing lures and caught fish. I, I mean, <laughs> shiny, uh, shiny. I mean, you know, you got to do something. If you had an old metal dreadnought, you could just knock the fish out. <laughs> yeah, really. Yeah. You throw it out there and hit him in the head with it and knock him out. So, um, so I think I want to wrap up the talk of like speed paints, the Army Painter specifically. Um, best parts overall and this is from me playing around with them a lot uh and the number one thing i think with these versus contrast is price um speed paint is about half as much as contrast i think the contrast paints per bottle is like about seven and a half bucks where speed paints if you break down i mean they just have the big sets now but if you break them down they're about three and a half bucks um now, eventually, they'll probably have those single bottles, or if they release more colors, they already you can do. get them. You can already get them. Yeah. Okay, okay. Um, and I think, it, it, realistically, uh, anybody that's kind of interested, like I was, um, if price was holding you back, I think this is almost kind of a worth trying. Uh, even just yeah. getting a small set of the speed paints, where I think you're getting 12. So, and it's like half the price of that big mega set they have. Yeah. Um, or some single ones, you know, and, and try it out. Just get the hardened leather. You won't regret it. Yeah. Yeah. And put it on models. If you know, you're just starting off and you're worried about ruining a model, just pick up some of those quickie models, you know, single yeah. models that, um, see you later, you know, Alder. Wizards of the Coast puts out or, right. you know, any of those single models and try them out and experiment. Right. Um, <laughs> did you lose your train of thought no 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 Some, something else was going on i, I was like squirrel pe squirrel with a pizza you know um <laughs> no i yeah i would suggest listen they're a good tool in your toolbox and I yeah think if, if you try them what you'll end up doing is probably what every painter does You'll have one or two of the colors that you really like, mm -hmm. that you use a lot of, just like you, you'll have your army painter one that you love, your, your Citadel paint that you love, your, um, all of your pro acryls because you'll love all of your pro. Yeah. I, I don't know anybody that just has <laughs> one paint line. You have a little bit of everything, right? right. Because but they're all a little all bit the different. Pro acryl. Right. You'll love all the pro acryl. Yeah. But, yeah. But you'll, but you'll have those paints, those go-to ones that you're, it's the only one that you always buy extra bottles of. And I think you'll find that with the army painter and, and the contrast. I mean, I have, I have favorites out of each one of those that I like to use. And like we've said again and again, since the contrast paints came out, they're a great tool to have in your toolbox. Yeah. Yeah. You know? Uh, let's see. What else did I have for the, uh closing here is oh i wanted to ask you uh what do you think about the drop the droppers with the agitator in it versus the little pots um i know well, some I, people prefer the pots i think that that's exactly uh farther up in the comments let me see if i can find it real quick um here it was alder had said that he finds the army painter more consistent in thickness 
And I think that consistency is because there's the agitator in there. Okay. I have a couple of the contrast paints that if I know that I'm going to use them in order to save myself having to shake them up for five hours, mm -hmm. uh, I'll flip it upside down in the holder. So it's sitting there for about 10 or 15 minutes. So it's kind of pre-mixing, if you will, before I put it in the paint shaker. Yeah. Yeah. Uh, yes, yeah. Mini Warmut, I cannot agree with you anymore. If I could give that arrows and thumbs up, yes, I, I don't like the Fox either. I don't think anybody really does. No, I mean, it, the, I know some people said they don't like that on the droppers, they can't get as, you know, can't keep dipping in there if they want, you know, like it, it's hard to get yeah. the right amount. But you know what? If you're using just your normal paint palette that's got little sections in it or little, you know, tiny cups or whatever, you can. I think get enough in there and, you know, have it wide enough that you can put your big old brush in there and, and slop it on. Um, so yeah, I think it's, that's kind of a personal taste, I think, because some people do like the pots because of that, yeah. but, um, but yeah, I think that th those were my two, I think major things to take away with all this. And we went over all the other stuff. Um, I don't, I, do you have any other, closing no, ideas over I mean, this my, my my whole thing is i i think that just try them get one hardened leather and i i say that it's it's become my favorite out of the army painter ones but mm -hmm. i say that because i don't really care if you're painting space marines or dwarves you're gonna need leather yeah yeah at some point you're gonna need leather and it's and it's pretty good and i think you'll find um I think that you'll find you'll you'll find something within them that you can use, you know, even if it's only one bottle of paint. You trying it again, huh? Yeah, I, I was just going to say, you guys, if you're curious, a, a little bit curious, oh, like I was just dive into a couple colors, get yourself a bunch of, you know, models that you're not super and try not to drop them like I did last time. Um <laughs> that you're not super into doing like that, you know, pro paint job on right. and just experiment, just play yeah. uh, to see how the paint reacts with other paint and primers yeah. and all that stuff. And um, I think with any paint product, um, that's the best way to learn what its yes. capabilities are is to just play. Don't worry about, Oh, I'm making a mess of it or, Oh, they're mixing. I mean, just try it out. See, see what you get. See what happens. Yep. All right. Well, it is 10 o'clock. And although our friend is not here to tell us that the fastest 30 minutes in wargaming is over, it yeah. is over. And we will see you fellas and ladies and whoever else watches next week on Thursday as we're doing stuff. Um, so don't forget. We live stream every Thursday. You can check us out on all of the different podcast platforms. You know what all of them are. Go check them out. But check us out specifically on Podbean. Like, follow, smash, whatever you have to do over there. <laughs> yeah. Also, check us out. Facebook, YouTube, Twitter, all those other places we are there. Don't forget about Twitch. If you have any games or game ideas or topics to talk about or just want to shoot us a message, indianvasion at gmail.com. Hit us up there. You can also check us out on Discord. Always stuff going on over there. It's been a little slow this week. Um, 
School started, right? Yeah, school started, so lots of stuff going on. But check out the Discord. Lots of cool pictures over there. And I think I, I was trying to think. I think I posted a picture of my, you did. my board. Yeah, you can check it out over there. You can also check us out on Patreon if you would like to throw a few pennies towards us. That's cool. If not, go over to Redbubble. Get yourself an Indian Invasion shirt, coffee cup, hat, shower curtain, hoodie, Probably gloves coming up. I'm hoping they put a. Uh, oh, I hope he's still. On. He's still out here, Spaz. I just found out they do have a mini skirt. I just uh -oh. got to figure out what product it's on now. Uh oh, you are busted, <laughs> sir. Ah, I got to put that up there for. Oh him. my goodness! So, guys, thanks for joining us again. And remember, when you're out there playing your games, to prepare yourself for the invasion. Bye, guys. Mm -hmm.